0: Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest to happen in running this week. This week's stories include September Hundo Madness, Iron Man inks a Painkiller sponsorship deal, and the Pima Pirate's Curse continues. It's the middle of September, and that means one thing. Snow is starting to fall in the US as fall and winter are fast approaching, and a glut of mountainous 100-milers are taking place across the country. But before we get to those, we have a new women's FKT on the Oregon section of the Pacific Crest Trail to touch on. Danielle Snyder wrapped up the Oregon section of the PCT, all 460 miles of it, in 9 days, 15 hours, 8 minutes. Her journey began as a supported duo effort with friend Jameson Clover, but she had to pull out after an injury on day five. Danielle went on solo to complete the journey to the Bridge of the Gods. Now on to some races. The Tour series of events concluded this past week with first the Tour des Glaciers, a burly 450k version of the 10-year-old series with almost 105,000 feet of climb. It was the inaugural running, and Papi Luca was the winner in 134 hours, 10 minutes. First women was Barzanouk in 183 hours. 40 runners completed the journey. In the standard Tour de Jean, or Tour of the Giants, Bosatelli Oliviero won in 7237 by 4.5 hours. First woman was Polly Jocelyn in 9422. As for the Americans, Amy Sproston got it done in 107 hours, Darcy PQ in 106, John Kelly in 92.52, and Jason Coop in 9706. Now on to the hundreds. First up is Run Rabbit Run, which saw its largest purse ever. 15 G's went to winners Michelle Yates and Kyle Pietari. The was the victor in 22 hours 10 minutes while Kyle smashed it in 1914, with Jim Rebenek hot on his heels six minutes back. Shout out to Prescottonian, Michael Versteeg for hanging tough after leading much of the race to finish fourth, and Air Viper Racing's Tessa Chesser, who was third in her debut 100. Next up, Mogian Monster 100. The original mythical mountain creature ultra in the country, turned eight this year. Nathan Moody battled Buck Blankenship for the win, finishing just ahead of him in 21:33, the fourth fastest time here. Third was your very own Mountain Outhouse editor, Michael Carson, in 22 hours, 29 minutes. For the ladies, Erin Dial of Tucson was way out front for most of the race. She opened up a huge lead and was crushing it. That all changed on the final climb of the course, where eventual winner Elle Spacek of Lakewood, Colorado, charged ahead and won by 45 minutes. Uh, next up was Jess Mullen in third, after Aaron in second. The Mogion Monster itself made an appearance all over the course this weekend and has now taken to social media after learning of its own newfound fame being associated with an ultra-running race. You can find it on Instagram at Mogollon underscore monster. The Pima Pirate Curse continues. After last year's blow-up at both Run Rabbit and Mogeon by key members of Tucson's Pima Pirate Contingency, they returned in force to raid the booty at Run Rabbit and try to slay the monster in Arizona. Unfortunately for them, it was drop after drop after drop. Charlie and Catlow faded out of Run Rabbit, Jordan Camastro, Michael Dewar, and Kent Warlick out of Mogeon. All in all, eight pirates were lost this weekend. Although there is a glimmer of hope, Aaron Dial, of course, led Mogion for something like 90 miles before placing second, Sion Lupowitz was a solid fourth, and Kevin Cross finished just under 30 hours. I guess, until next year. Hal pined Pineda Palm in Southern Oregon turned 10 this year. The inaugural 100 seemed like it was just yesterday. Sergio Morales ran super fast with the second fastest all-time here in 1737, chased by Jace Hinsley just four minutes back. Only Timothy Olson has run faster here. On the women's side, Stephanie Frank was champ in 26-21. And then on to another one. I'm tough in Idaho, which saw Rachel Entrican of Seattle take the win in a hair over 24 hours. She had a one hour win margin over second place Jordan Kramer. Ryan Kaiser took the big win for the men in 22, 08, holding off Ethan Richards of Montana, who was 15 minutes back. Justin Grunwald, husband to the late Gabe Grunwald, entered the ultra scene this past weekend with a bang. He raced the TNF 50 mile in Wisconsin, winning in six hours, two minutes, all while raising money for the Brave Like Gabe Foundation. Sounds like he raised more than 10,000 thus far. A quick follow-up from Wasatch, We got a report from a viewer that a Utah local, Ian Ferris, not only ran Wasatch 100, but followed that up with the 200 plus mile Latoja cycling event, which started just hours after he finished the 100 miler. He had to basically drive up to Logan and start the bike ride, which ended in Jackson immediately. Sick. Iron Man has just announced its newest sponsor, and it is the painkiller and non-steroid anti-inflammatory drug, Aleve. I just don't even know where to begin with this one. From my own personal experience, I took ibuprofen and even a leave at my inaugural 100 at Angeles Crest back in 2007 and wreaked havoc on my body. I, num- I numbed the pain, pushed past, and I couldn't run for weeks. I haven't taken it since. It has been proven to have a negative correlation with your health as an endurance athlete, and it can help contribute to kidney issues in longer events where you're pushing your body to its limits not something in my opinion that should be promoted or taken during something as demanding as an Ironman or ultramarathon. Is this sending the wrong message to the endurance community to promote a product like this? I for one feel it's a disappointing and irresponsible move on Ironman's part. Let's work to educate one another on the risks associated with taking drugs such as this. Yes, you might be okay if you take it, but it affects all of us differently. Okay. And rant. The last stop of the Golden Trail World Series presented by Salomon for 2019 before the final in Nepal heads to Scotland's technical ring of steel this weekend. I've already seen American Sage Canada and Max King land over on the, on the other side of the pond. We'll have full results next week. As for me, I'm off the couch, so to speak, to run Gary Robbins' inaugural 100-miler at the Whistler Alpine Meadows in Canada. Peace. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 163 of OutHouse News. This show would not be possible without the support of our Patreon contributors who help with the production of this show each and every week. Join the Patreon crew at the link below for as little as $2 per month. Huge shout out to our $50 level supporters, Squirrels Nut Butter, Brian Sands Base Medical Ultramarathon Medical Care Online Course, Ultra Trail Blazers, Sean Trujillo, and the Twisted Fork Ultra out of Park City. As well as our $25-level supporters, Bluebird Running Company, Josh, Josh Goldstein, Carrie Savage, Renee Fight, Casey Carter, and Jeff Holbrook. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave your comments below. And finally, if you'd like to own this custom pair, of Jam Jam's Canadian sunglasses, complete with a signed Certificate of Authenticity, check out the link in the description. Happy Bitty <laughs> week.